Parents, why do we try so hard? Old thank you notes. And which came first, the Hummer or the Hummer? All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. That was a creep out. It's a creep out. Hi, Amy. How are you? Hi, Melissa. For those of you tuning in for the very first time, where the fuck have you been? Thank you. Start out with the shame Amy, and a wag of the finger. And that we should are, make you feel right at home. We are what? We are Amy Fugazi and Melissa Brilliant. We are here to catch up and entertain. And if you get a giggle between... <laughs> Between, what was my first word? Parents, why do we try so hard? And bye! We have done our job. And you are in the right place. We are friends from college, more so after college. I think so. uh, Mm -hmm. But we are sharing our lives with you. And what we love the most is when you share your life with us. And you are thinking right now, I just met you. How could I do that if I really wanted to? Well, I'm here to tell you. You can write to us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You can go on our Facebook page, Brilliant Observations. Check out our group on there, which is Brill Obs Squad. I never know what to call it. Is it because I'm old? Is that the why? The consortium. Yes. Yeah, that word's not coming out of my mouth, no, though. it's also a place you don't want to go. So, yeah. Right. I feel very culty when I even hear that. Mm-hmm. And you can find us on Instagram and... Uh, Twitter, Listen Brilliant. For sure. We're everywhere. Super active on all of these social spaces. Well, we're super (laughs) passive, but we are present. Just because you're passive doesn't mean you're not present. I mean, really, guys, I'm cutting in. Because really, guys, do you need one more stream of social content in your life? These social feeds are there for you. We put them there for you, you, dear listener. And what do you do with them? You just neglect them. I don't think I like how you said, dear listener. (laughs) Dear listener. (laughs) It's kind of violent. Well, it's only to be said with kindness. I have had a week straight with my kids, not to be confused with a quarantine year straight with my kids. (laughs) Strange how spring break and going nowhere is more painful than like the day to day where you know it's coming and, and you have a routine to spring break where there's nothing to do well truthfully it was really tricky in our house because we have a sophomore in high school we have a seventh grader and the college kid is away properly at college so the sophomore in high school throughout this year has had a missed assignment or two or nine thousand so in an effort to right that wrong we have been tackling mount missed assignments and the real challenge here is that the missed assignments are so old, it boggles the mind for both of us to have to try to catch up. It's the kind of thing where, I don't know if you had this with your kids, I definitely had it with mine. Pick a grade, second grade, third grade, when the assignments were clearly not doing anything for them. They were just, that was still busy in the, work. Yeah, it was, it was busy work. That's what you, it was just busy work. And there comes yeah. a point when some busy work is okay because the rest of the class has to catch up and it's second grade. You're not missing out on college prep. Like you'll be okay if you take a day or two, but they're so fucking bored and they don't want to do it. If, if the whole point is to keep me quiet and entertained so that something else can occur, I can do that in another way. My children think, right? I can... I don't even know what I can draw a picture that I like instead of doing these six math problems that I could have done in kindergarten. Like whatever the thing was, they resisted doing it so much that it became a huge battle. And that battle is back. Oh, great. We're now doing it. In 10th grade. We're now doing it in 10th grade because it's a missed assignment, which was a study prep guide for a test that has already been taken from last semester. And it's like, guess what? Taken and graded and moved aside. But guess what? When you have Mount missing assignment on your permanent record now, the college is looking and go, hey, bud, why you got so many missing assignments? Hey, bud, why you got so many unexcused tardies? Unexcused tardy? 
I dropped you off on time. (laughs) When I drop your ass off at school and you can't saunter up into the building in the proper amount because it's the kind of thing where if you're not there, you know, at the stroke of because I said so, the teacher somehow doesn't mark you in or whatever happens, then the entire day. Isn't un- you have to you have to like physically go to the principal's office and get a pass and stand there and and yeah I guess kneel down and bow to the master whatever the thing is you have to do to get oh that God. tardy excused on the day he's not fucking doing it so now there's like I'm just looking at it and thinking how did the what did the who did the what, what, what the <laughs> I say who <laughs> I wanted a spring break too didn't happen. Well, spring break happens when they go back to school. The weather is nice and you are, God help me, home alone. All of those things are true today. They are back at school. The weather is nice. I am home alone and I have some meetings booked for the rest of the day. So I'll be popping off this and doing meeting, 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 meeting. But the hard, hardest part about today, aside from it really was a tough spring break because mentally he couldn't get his head around the idea that. I can't That's go anywhere. We can't do anything. I'm doing remedial ass bullshit as a punishment for my own, you know, mistake. Does can't he we... understand that it's for his own mistake? Does he no. understand that part? No. So then don't say no. that part because he's, if that were the case. Says, he just says it's futile here. Uh, you're just, you just, you know, there is zero point in doing this. And I'm like, the point is, nobody wants to talk about homework on this show. I'm just saying it was God awful. Today, this morning, I'm here through the headphones listening to the soft hum of buzz saws just outside my window. Oh, nice. And the, f- and the faint waft of ever-present sawdust, which is what I will smell for the coming month. As they, they cut down all the trees in your backyard? They are, they are uh, what do you call it? Clear cutting. <laughs> the acres and acres and acres of woods that abut our property. And have been sold to a greedy pants developer. So I'm losing the trees. It's oh just, my God, it that just makes puts me such so a, sad. It's very sad because you can hear it coming. It's like a storm in the distance. You can hear it and then you can smell it. I mean, the sawdust smell is really this bizarre. This is a Dr. Seuss book that I think they're discontinuing. It's I no think good. they're no longer no printing good. this one. It's no good. It, in the end, years from now. I was going to say, it'll be fine. And yet that's not true either. Years from now, it'll be over. But right now, we're in it. And it's just Years sad. from now, we'll be living in the sack. So it won't matter as much. That's right. Dear listener, again, if you're new to this, Amy and I have plans with our spouses all in retirement and I think three other couples to find ourselves a cul-de-sac. And we are all going to live there. With a, I don't know, we that's have a clubhouse, right. we have a... Like West. a drug-addled commune. But with yes, that's fun, what we're doing. With funding, though, and nice kitchens. <clears throat> and yeah. fun drugs. Mm-hmm. You yeah. make it sound like we're seeking help for something. We're not. No, 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 no. So I have to tell you, I have a neighbor, I told you before, I believe, who sold their house for $100,000 over asking. I heard it, and I thought, <gasps> wow, that sounds so pretty good. I said, it's time. It's not time. Shut up. It's not time. It's time that I start going through this house and I'm going to go room by room and I'm going to purge. This is going to be my, I've been home for a year and if I haven't touched you, clothes, we are like, if you haven't worn me in two years, well, I was going to wear it last year, but we didn't leave the house at all. So no, no, no more excuses. I'm going to do a great purge. I'm also a different age than I was the first time. I thought, should I keep this? Should I get rid of it? So as I enter a new age bracket, did you ever notice that on surveys you fill out? Oh, you I went from You went from this this age bracket, which right. included your age, and you like skated in with the 24-year-old. When you, have to, like when you have to fucking scroll, when they have the list of ages, and I have to use the scroll bar to get down to my age. Yes, I've noticed. Yeah, and there sometimes you get really lucky and somebody doesn't care that you're cuspy or over something and you're included with people who are way too young I love young it for when you. it's like 18 and plus. Yeah, baby. You like lean a little to the left. Plus. Yeah, <laughs> right. Emphasis on the plus. <laughs> so I, I'm now in an age where I probably shouldn't be wearing that outfit anymore or I'm in a physical state where I should here's my chance to purge okay. so that's point, point of order senate point of order point of order point of order senator robert's rules of order are Listen. not common on this podcast <laughs> gavel, i'm gavel. curious did i miss 
Are you entertaining in any corner of your brainus? The sale of your homestead? So no, selling the house is not imminent and probably not for, let's say, five years. But there's, uh, what do I need? Five. (laughs) Okay. Five Uh, more years of. See, this is why you're successful. You're starting a task list and executing against it for something that is a hypothetical possibility five years from now. I can't stop eating Reese's Cups today Are they for the shaped? obesity that visits me today. Are they egg Yes. Oh yes. God. They're the egg-shaped. Why are they egg? They're not even bun- whatever they are. Mm. And that's the thing. Reese's Cups, they're not whatever. Reese's products, the trees at Christmas time, taste like Crack. shit. They're gross. They have to be shaped like an egg. Otherwise, you just they're no good. There's no other shape that's good. When they start putting those corners and funks on, no, stop it. I even tried the ones with pretzels in. I tried the Why? one with Reese's Pieces in. I tried the one with a mallow top on it. I did. I did. They're perfect just the way they are. Why mess a, with I that? I have a Reese's situation. Do you know our friend Janine? I do. She we met. has She has an Oreo situation, okay? Whenever there's a new Oreo flavor, and that could, you know, wait 30 seconds, poof, there's a new Oreo flavor. Whenever there's a new Oreo flavor, it's their family tradition to go buy it and try it. Always. New Oreo flavor, let's go. So they get it, they, they try it, see if it's any good, see if it's not any good, but that's their thing, right? I, I Inadvertently, I have stumbled into a Reese's parallelogram where I do the same thing. <laughs> or just parallel. <laughs> Anytime that there is a new Reese's product, I'm going to buy it. And try it. I love those take five bars. And they're not even really properly Reese's. It's just a bunch of shit that they rolled into a Reese's colored packet and somewhere put peanut butter on it. My it's, daughter loves They're those. fucking good. They're fucking, I don't know who, I don't know why people have to be so hateful about my Reese's. She loves those take five bars. She loves they're those. They're very good, y'all. I like the peanut butter to, all right. As somebody who, I don't love Reese's the way you do. I, I could eat a bag of Reese's Pieces like I was getting paid for it. And I, I have, even though I wasn't. Not all Reese's products are the same and not all are consumable. So I, you got to just understand. They're not all created equal. Correct. No, you cannot eat those stupid, idiotic cups that your grandmother puts in a bowl that are all wrapped. And there's too much chocolate to peanut butter ratio. And you got to wait 10 seconds to unwrap the fucking thing. And by the time you get it in your mouth, it's half melted and it's no good. Because it's like this is chocolate with peanut essence. No, I'm not going to And it's been sitting there for four years I in will the same not candy participate. dish. It's no bueno. So I have this issue where I'm not a Reese-holic. I'm a chocoholic, and I know what really good chocolate tastes like, and Reese's, Reese's does not have it. They just don't. It's wax, but that's neither here nor there. It still is crack addicting to eat a peanut butter cup all the way around or put your thumb through the middle. Oh, my God, I'm drooling. Yeah, I mean, put if your you thumb were on a desert island with a Reese's cup, that's, we're done. I don't I'm need happy. anything else. <laughs> I don't need you to change the proportions. They they really are perfect, just as they are. That's right. The um the eggs are really good because they have that same edge of more chocolate. They're very and the similar. Dense yes. peanut butter in the middle. It's yes, got a they similar... they kept their ratio going. They know what they're doing. That's they do. right. That's right. We have a very dear friend who traveled last this past weekend to go with his daughter to Hershey. His daughter and his wife. Very good. This is He's actually a listener of ours. He actually sent you uh, candles in the past. Oh! And I and burned through them all and I kept the little candle holder. Yeah, so. Memento. That's Rusty. And he traveled through town again on his way home from Hershey. And I said to his super shy daughter, did you, uh, did you eat the chocolate at the factory? <laughs> did you? Now she thinks I'm fucking crazy and is not talking to me at all. Um, but. What I discovered living this close to Hershey is that that is where they also make Twizzlers. Yeah. And if you have never had fresh Twizzlers. You haven't actually had a Twizzler. You haven't had a Twizzler. That's right. You've been chewing on like the inside of a tire your whole life. I don't think people understand how good we have it. Because when I go home to see my parents, which I used to do before Corova, we would go there a (laughs) lot. Okay. And we would always go. 
to the HERS Potato Chip Factory. And if you have not had fresh off the line hot seat tots. Oh, my God. Oh as my they God, shake the Hearst salt right through the chip. Ugh. Sweet mother of Jesus on Easter week. They're warm. They're Ugh. super delightful. And then they do good things there. Like they chocolate cover the potato chips, which seems awful. But then when you eat it right fresh from the people who know what the fucking doing. God, in that so factory good. store, you can it's try so all the rare flavors they have. I remember bringing home to, I took a class there, bringing home to my family initially when it was new, like the ketchup ones, the pickle ones, and even like flavors that don't exist anymore because, oops, that didn't work out Right, well. right, right. Oops, all oxtails. Yeah, no. Look, <laughs> look I'm, super, I'm super curious. What class did you take at the HERS factory? Were they no, teaching no, no. you I, had to eat potato chips? Because I no, could I teach that brought, class. Yeah, I brought a class of children there. Oh. <laughs> yeah. a well, class I mean, of I, that's why I asked you, because I'm like, what the fuck is she learning at the factory? I mean, they do have really cute conveyor belts. I would love and, to take yeah. a, yeah, that's what we did. We watched them. And they them, show you the then, dusting room where they make their fake pretend Doritos, which are total shit, not worth buying, but fun to watch being made. These And because these kids were deaf that we brought there. Right. It's all visual. Like, it's right. amazing. And then when they started from the potato, as they lift the truck and they shake the truck to yeah. get all of the potatoes That's off right, the truck. because they don't want to go in because they know it's certain death. That's certain right. death. That's like, right. you, what do they say? Fishing, Those the, the fishermen have a very dangerous job and hers factory outlet so employees go in slices yeah that's it so they shake the truck and all the potatoes fall out so these deaf kids all visual watch from potato to that shaking tray where to they delight. put the salt on and put it in their pie hole and then their eyes lit up in a way that i'm sure mine did too but to see it on this little kid was magical so, so when your son says to you i can't fucking believe i need to do this outline when normally on a regular spring break he is Mm-hmm. eating the shake off of a off of a hers factory right. machine he's right like boy have times changed oh i thought but, you were going somewhere else i thought you were going to say when he says to you i don't have to do this fucking work i'm going to drive you to the hers factory and you're going to oh, look at the driver of this potato shaking car because that's the rest of your life do you want to be no, in the potato I mean, shaking truck which is a great job for a day and then you think i did this yesterday and these potatoes and the vibrating of my spine when I have to shake the truck to get the potatoes out. And it's I'm a potato hauler. Is this really, wasn't it worth it for me to do that advanced chemistry lab? Couldn't I have just done that and then not have to shake potatoes? What do you think? Do you think that he would have that amazing insight if he was driving that potato truck? No. <laughs> do you think but that guy no who- amazing insights for my child. I'm still hung up on him. I want to go back to the Hershey factory. They have chocolate there. Yeah, so you go through, you do a ride. You have all the rides. It's an amusement park outside, but they also have a chocolate tour. But when I went into the shop and I saw that these were just sealed Twizzlers, I just cried as I ate it. I'm like, it's melting in my mouth. My teeth so are, good. were first thinking, oh God, this again. And then when they felt the ease of of chew with a fresh Twizzler, it was it's a religious okay experience. okay it's okay to decay this way. Yeah, here, I'm willing to die on this, that's on this Twizzlers, Twizzler. That's the Twizzlers <laughs> motto. It's okay to decay this way. For fresh Twizzlers. <laughs> fresh Twizzlers, down on your mom. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's the way. That's the way to go. Oh, I walk food. by them in the store now, and I think, I'm so sorry that you're that you're aging this way. Mm. I- I'm aging this way, too. <laughs> I understand. The Hershey's tour and the Hershey's factory and the Hershey's spa where everything they do is chocolate. If you want to, everything is chocolate, 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 chocolate. I got to admit, I feel like it's too much chocolate when I'm over there. I really, I really do get like, okay, it's enough with the chocolate. I do. I, I super do. I don't know that I, I would ever feel how that I way feel. about peanut butter, but I do about the chocolate. I guess that's how I feel at Disney. I, I get it. You're fucking Mickey. Move on. Like, it's a why? mess. Goodbye. Yeah. You drank the Kool-Aid here, but chocolate is something I physically get endorphins and joy from. <laughs> and a fucking mouse or a princess is something I audibly roll my eyes about and walk no. away from with derision. Is that the right word? Yes. yes. Is it? Okay. It is. It is. <laughs> it is. You shouldn't have it, that's but it's the definitely newest, the right that's word. That's the newest Disney animated movie, Derision. So there's a new holiday on the calendar that Amy has placed there, and I'm wondering if she would like to share the new holiday I with learned us. about it late, and I'm very grateful that I learned about it late. Uh, it's a real thing. I don't it's know. It's not just called Father's Day? Nope. 
Nope. All right. Nope. Look at the date on the calendar. It's March, whatever is it, March 14th? That's not Father's Day, is it? No, Father's Day is in June. Okay. February 14th is Valentine's Day. Yeah. March 14th is officially, look it up on Wikipedia, kids, Steak and Blowjob Day. To which I replied, when is creme brulee and cunnilingus day? Because that <laughs> is the day that I would like to celebrate. We might we might be able to celebrate that all fucking year. Right? I think so. Steak creme. and blowjob day is a real thing. I don't know who celebrates this shit. I think it was created by some sad incels who decided that Valentine's Day was corrosive. I don't know or care. I'm not, I don't, you know... All I hear every year is, we missed it again. And I'm like, yep, <laughs> sorry. You know that uh, Valentine's Day, for Valentine's Day, Reese's comes out with a heart. What? Oh, is yeah. it though as big as a plate? Oh, I don't know. Kind they, but of. But they, they take advantage of every holiday to no, reshape no, their no. joy. Oh, if there's little ones. Yeah, I'm sure I've had those. But I mean, the ones where they, you know, like the gummy bear that's as big as your torso. I'm not going to oh, no. Who's going to eat that? It's gross. And, you know, the kids always want to buy it. It's $40. And then they look at it, unwrap it. It's sticky. They take a bite. They throw up. We put it in the trash. It was like, thank you, $40. That was not worth it. It's not sad enough that you bite the ears and face and ass off a bunny every year. That's not sad enough. Just seeing a bunny torso in a little box or a do wrapper. You buy, do you buy the bunnies? Do you do any of this pagan chocolate? Or do you stick with um, matzah and, and self-righteousness? Which is the what happens on... What do you do? Do you get the chocolate too? Are you allowed to I have? really want to answer you with the self-righteous <laughs> comment. I really, really want to do that. But I know better, and I think you do too. The Russell Stover bunnies, the milk chocolate bunnies, are perfection. Not a girl. And I don't, like I think I said last time, I don't need the crispy. I don't need the nuts. I just, their milk chocolate is enough to put on the COVID 15 pounds Not again. A girl. To, Not a girl. to get the call from my mom that says, ooh. I saw that. You post. might have a new Peloton leaderboard handle if you're it's Russell Stover Bunny. Yep. Mm. <laughs> uh, they're just. Da, 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 da. Mallory said, "Can I have one?" And I, because you know, I still Instacart. <gasps> so like five of them came in the Instacart. So I put her name on it so she knows which one she's allowed to eat. I even put Ethan's name on one, but he's clearly not eating carbs. Although he is away this weekend, and I'm confident he is now visiting where he's going to school. Where they put thick, thick, pulpy, seasoned French fries in the middle of sandwiches. He's going to pit, and Permanti Brothers makes all of their sandwiches with a layer of whatever you get, pastrami, coleslaw, cheese, and a whole layer of French fries. Oh, and French fries on the side. Don't they do so, like a, a deli tray, like a cafeteria style tray you know those sort of the red tray that you slide along the metal bars when you're picking things out of an auto in prison or, yeah. yeah sure or in a school when you would go to the cafeteria it's I only not... know them from not sledding with okay, them so okay. they take one of those and load that fucker up with french fries and then cover it with things I've not been but I, I friends would rave about this isn't it something like like a poutine style gravy and talk me through the tray the proper tray filled with fries so what you don't realize is I didn't go there drunk or as a student I went there with children so I ordered sensibly so I am not aware of that but I'm what, sure they what do. do you mean what do you mean speak of my language I'm very I, angry with you already I'm full. Well, you didn't order nope, it for the nope, table. No, nope, When I go nope, with you. No. <laughs> Listen to me now. Listening. What do you think college was for? Well, yes, but I wasn't there in college. I was no, there with. No, 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 stupid. What do you think college was for? To train you how to inappropriately order with your children. As a celebration, if you can't let loose and order the stupidest thing or all of the desserts on the menu or buy the fucking gummy bear at least once, I've lost fit. You should sell your house. <laughs> room by room. I'm going room by I room. I'm sorry to call you stupid. It felt so great. I swear. I saw my <laughs> friend. I've never done it. I saw my friend do this to her husband. They're totally in love. So it's a complete joke. But he was acting like an imbecile. And she looked at him and she said, go away, stupid. She just caught to his face. And I never laughed harder in my life because it was just to call somebody to their face. Like I'm just saying stupido or stop acting stupid. Go away, stupid. To his face. And he's like, boop, boop. And then he like went away. So I'm like, oh, my God, I got to do it. Worked. Again. All <laughs> Wait right, a minute, it worked. Wait a minute. Back to the ordering. 
Why have you never avalanched ordered with your kids? That's forced family fun. I guess it is, but we all struggle with eating and we can't have that kind of fun with food or we're a downward spiral. I mean, I had a friend who was supposed to come visit yesterday with her family and it turns out she did not drive through Pennsylvania. So I had some snacks and treats in the house that I wouldn't normally buy because I try to be better now. Try. I'm not better. Dear listener, I'm not better, but I try to be better. So seven, eight o'clock comes around. Stuart has just worked a 12-hour shift and those treats are screaming our names. I think I ate an entire coffee cake and and there is a apple crumb pie downstairs that's whistling right now. I'm sure you can hear it. It's ridiculous. So so we hit that on our own. Do you hear it whistling? I'm here. I'm listening for the pie. I, I knew you'd hear it. So it, it talks to us. So when we go out and we celebration for us can't be extreme when it comes to food. We had we had that on our sandwich. Isn't that enough? No. I needed to get the tray. No. Yes. When I, I go with you, you yeah. order it for the table and I we can all enjoy. I totally support you. You run a far tighter ship and a better run, have a better life than I do. There's no question. <laughs> I told you I sent, I, sent that, I sent you that trophy and I meant it. One of these that days, you're going to have to fish it out of the Goodwill bag that you put it in. Oh, I have it. It's in my kitchen next to the- You have to take a photo in- and share it because you are the greatest person. I sent you this trophy. It's the fucking truth. Here's what I'm trying to say. So I support all that. I don't do those things in my life. It's I wish I did. But here, when you're out in a public place in a restaurant, to overorder in a restaurant as this crazy indulgence, to be in the Hershey chocolate factory an and, experience. and eat all the things, there's no risk there because they take it away from you eventually. They That's kick true. you out. The place will close. The tray will Lights get cleared. Out, you won't finish it. To order the... I'm saying if there is... The table-sized hamburger that if you eat it will give you a name on the wall. There is the 6,000 wings or whatever, the ice cream sundae that six people have to eat. That shit needs to be ordered. And it's not a thought. You don't sit here and go, you just fucking do it and that's it. That's why you have a job, to afford the stupid order and then buy it. And then you come home and the kids go, and we got a milkshake that was big as my whole house and I swam in the milkshake, the whole thing. Okay, well, that brings me to the things we do as parents to create (laughs) to create memories for our children (sighs) to create memories. I will tell you that my I'm ambitious. I work hard. Let me try something new working wise. Count on myself. Husband took uh, an opportunity. He sought out a cruise line, a several years ago and he said if I could bring you a physician to staff this cruise line for all of its voyages they said we will give you a free cruise anywhere in the world that you want hey so he went to his 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 partners and he said there are 12 um, runs of this ship and if we can staff this you can get a free cruise I don't think they got a free cruise anywhere in the world because he did it he got one but they can cruise anywhere they want to go. They can bring their family for free or whatever the deal was. You come work it and you get that week or whatever. Yes. Or you get, yes, your family gets that week and you're working it. Little did they realize that if you are a ship dock, it's a 24-7 oh, job. Fuck. Oh, fuck. It is not 24-7. And if it's Somebody's seven. Somebody's always sick. Yeah. Well, somebody always has a, always over drinking, passed out in the elevator, uh, rectal bleeding. Like they had old people who liked to cruise. There were, there was that set of issues. There's always something. So it was not enjoyable. But as a thank you from this cruise line, we got a free cruise. So I'm sure they assumed we'd go to the Caribbean, but we had two children. I want to say four and five, five and six, five and six. I, I mean, they were your kids. So y'all let you pick the age. They were young, right? So we <laughs> took them on a cruise through Europe. We took them on this amazing cruise, right? Do they appreciate it? No. No. Not do they Maller yelled at me yesterday. I can't believe we got to travel when we were too stupid, I mean young, to remember anything or appreciate it. How how could you do that? That was so dumb of you. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, honey. the rectal bleeding European tour wasn't worth it, mom. So <laughs> 
basically what we did for these kids, because we knew they were young and they weren't going to remember our trip to Greece, our stops in Italy. Like if they're not going to appreciate mommy getting loaded on limoncello right out of the limoncello spout. (laughs) They're not going to appreciate any of that. But Stuart said, as we got off the ship at every single stop, eight stops, whatever it was, we are we have to take 30 pictures today. You cannot get back on that ship until we have taken 30 photos in each port. Wow. Okay. Which was a really great idea. <laughs> but <laughs> we well, made a anyone stop. Anyone who knows me is that I would take 30 pictures before I got off the in boat. In the first 10 minutes. Yes, right? of my feet walking. <laughs> I take tons and tons of pictures. I never look at them again. I don't do anything with them. I just have massive digital caches of photos that will be very incriminating to future generations. But taking the photos, not a problem for me. How was it for you with your 30 minimum well, when you have kids and it's summer and it's fucking hot and you're in Pompeii and they're, and I read them the Magic Treehouse book before. I used to be, can we take a sec? I used to be <laughs> such a good mother. I really did. I she combined got a trophy, guys. the teacher in me and the mother and I just, I gave them with every breath I had. We talked about how, you know, digging up, we found this ancient civilization. Like I read it from from a, a book they could read on their own to a book I had to read to them to all this information. And then we disembarked and we went to Pompeii <laughs> where it was maybe 107 degrees and they were both physically melting and they were mentally melting. And Stuart's like, 30 fucking pictures. <laughs> Happy <laughs> holidays. There it's rectal bleeding around and we're us. now Pompeii. <laughs> we're terrified. We're like, and then our next, we're like, this is the fucking Coliseum. Do you know what happened here? Like, mommy read us. It's going to happen to you. <laughs> Can't we just go on the ship? I just want ice cream. Like they were, uh, but we wanted to give them this experience and the only way we have it now is in the 30 pictures we took minimum at each port so I I, we killed ourselves to make that great and they just wanted the ice cream they just wanted to go back to the room because Ethan's bed was was uh, ratcheted up into the ceiling so at night (laughs) they would take the little Allen wrench and and then it fell down from the ceiling so when we left in the morning and came back it wasn't there they put it away so we'd have space in our room and then we came back again boom there it was like it was magic to them we went on a million dollar trip because even though they paid for that we still had our flights to Spain and, and home from Italy wonderful loved every oh my fucking god what do you remember right I remember Ethan's bed lived in the ceiling like oh my god why did we do all of that they had ice cream on the boat yes you can get that fucking Denny's I know it's really amazing I've got similar story years ago a woman I don't even remember who told to me I can just picture her face she was like yep five kids we took them all to Disney by the end of the week they were asking us for like bags of rocks at some gem mining thing. So it's like, oh my yeah, here's, God. <laughs> here's $40 for a bag of rocks. What the fuck am I doing? And I'm like, that's that's Disney. I agree. <laughs> take it. I, take, I've seen take those my rocks. Retirement. Here's your mesh bag full of trash. Yeah, it's just nonsense. And we do it. And uh, we do it on for some things. We do it because it's the idea of why else would I cultivate and sacrifice everything in your life, if not to give you experiences that I couldn't even dream of. Why Why else, right? So that's partly on us. <clears throat> then the other part is when you get there and all the shit's going sideways and the only thing standing between you and 30 seconds of fucking silence is a $40 bag of rocks, <laughs> take it and I'll pay you 80, right? So I mean, I get I'm not saying we didn't have I'm not saying we didn't have gelato at every stop. Right. (laughs) um, (laughs) And every lunch we tried pizza in seven different cities. They just wanted pizza and gelato. And and let me tell you, that was a religious experience. We grownups ordered other things to to supplement who had the best pizza. And that was our test. But do you know what we paid to come on this trip? Do you know what we did for you? Do you know? Yeah, this is like second plans. second house dollar value. Yeah, that's the crazy. That's the blah, blah. And yep. we even I even like lesson planned my way through it. I'm like, okay, we're stopping here. We're going to be in Croatia. All right, so Dubrovnik. And all Dubrovnik was for us, first of all, it's fucking gorgeous. Kids don't care about that. But it was like Fifth Avenue. It was the most expensive stores I've ever seen in my life. And I thought, 
I'm on a cliff here looking out over water and Givenchy is right there. Like, right. why are these things? I, I right. just felt like I'm with the kids now. Why, yeah, why? mommy, I'm hot. Yeah, Let's just get no. fucking gelato and call this a day. But there, we have a photo album that I made. I also did uh, my grandfather. Where does my mother get it from? Right. Where Where does all of that come from? My mother's parents, my grandfather always wanted to travel. He wanted to see the world. He wanted to stay at a hotel for 10 minutes. He wanted, nope, we're not doing that. His wife would tell him, we are staying home. We're going nowhere. We, this is our life. You know, this is just, she said no to everything. And like not in a George Bailey kind of a way. No. Really more like a Shawshank redemption kind of a way. This is it. Like, like let's insulate and keep everybody right. This is it. She was an only child, only child, right. So- I have a picture that I laminated of my grandfather because he has since passed away. And I took it everywhere we went. It was like my flat Stanley. And I and I had the kids at Pompeii hold up a picture of, of Poppy. And we did a photo album for my grandmother. And when I went to visit her in the home, I said, Nana, look, Poppy went on vacation. Aww. And this is where he went with my children. And I gave her this book through one of those, I don't know, Shutterfly things. And she sat there and I'm like, okay, turn the page. She's like, I can't. She just went, it took her, maybe it was a 30 page book and she, it took her like four hours to see him at all these places. And you know, she's looking at my kids with their young wrinkle free faces that I want to punch. Stuart with his finger on their neck saying, take the fucking picture. <laughs> You know exactly what happened before every picture is taken. He, he even got one of those claws that holds the uh, that holds the camera for you or your phone. Oh, it was actually a camera. So he put the camera on one of those gorilla pods. You know those claw things that you can wrap on, around something and it could take a picture. But he put them all on the floor. So it looks like we traveled with a mouse who from a very low height took a picture of all of us way up in the sky. Super fun, super great. And Nana absolutely loved it and cried and looked at it every day. And it was wonderful. But that made me realize taking the pictures is the only way that we have joy from that trip because they made it as miserable as they could thinking back now. We had great times on it. But if we had just stuck to ice cream and pizza, I mean, why Disney? Disney to me is the biggest waste of money you can imagine. And it is the Single greatest unifier in this country because rich people go there, super poor people go there, everybody, skinny people, fat people. Like it is the greatest unifier in our country. And it's well, the common denominator of Disney is that it is Las Vegas for children. So you start out, everybody has this idea of one. I want to stop you there. Why would children be responsible enough to have a Vegas? That no, is the most ridiculous everybody concept. Wants, everybody wants, as at least an American, the idea is once in your life, child, at least, you should be able to have the everything and anything you want right now around the clock. You should have the Las Vegas for children. So there are people who make this a lifestyle, which I really don't understand. But I, there is a pull in all of us as parents that says to do this means that you have gotten the parenting gold star. You have given the kids at least an experience of the abundant, never-ending excess and see what that feels like. And now get back on the plane, shut up, put your thing on, you're doing your homework and I hate you, like whatever the thing is. I mean, but there is something about this idea of it is it is the children's miracle network for kids who don't have cancer it is we will fulfill any wish that <laughs> all you of your have dreams. all of the parents all of the adults all of the animals all of the fictional creatures are here to do your your mystical bidding just for this time period that you're here so enjoy it cling to these memories because that's all you get so I mean I on the one hand that's really provocative I kind of get it and I I really understand that it's Vegas for kids because we did we have three kids. Uh, Disney World is very expensive. It was never going to be something that we could really afford when it made sense. The other thing is you kind of have to time it. It's like Halloween. You've only got a limited window where Disney even makes sense for your kids because they get old enough and they're like, we're going to Disney. And they're thinking, I would rather be like snowboarding or something. Do you know what I mean? It's like when they're just young enough, when it's so there's, and when you have a span of kids, that gets a little trickier. So we, decided 
this is where we're gonna we're gonna take them because they're gonna have the ages that are gonna work and we're just gonna figure it out even if we can't really afford it and if we're going we're only going once so we we paid out the nose and got we stayed in the park on the monorail in the place with the lava coming out we went to the pump we did all the fucking things right we and got the of these, tray of loaded the whole poutine. thing we got <laughs> yeah. the tray overloaded with fries we did the whole fucking thing right took boats everywhere whatever the fuck so we're there and at one point I don't remember what resort we were what there you keep bouncing from different it's all crazy there so everywhere you go they want to take a picture of you and then give it back to you to sell, sell it, it to you, to you. right yeah. so we're sort of over this picture thing but you're all dressed up and you're going to the thing and you're waiting in line anyway and the kids are little and so we get in line for the picture I'm trying to get everybody set up in the picture and standing in the right way and they've got handlers moving you and this and that and the other and the the middle one, the one now who currently has got all these missing assignments, right? He's he's just being a dick, right? He's just acting up and not acting up in a let me let me say it like this. He was uh, misbehaving for a joke, right? So he was playing. He was doing that thing where I'm gonna mess up this picture. I'm gonna mess up this picture. I'm gonna mess up this picture. Which is, okay, you're a kid. I get it. I'm I didn't get it then. Right. right. I was day six of a whatever, seven day, I'm going to, my whole life in retirement and I don't get to have a house because of you. Like because it was just it too much, right? You know, we're going to go eat this shitty meal that I don't want because it has a macaroni and cheese fountain or whatever the fuck we're getting ready. Okay. So I'm sitting there. Yeah. And so I'm trying to get everybody and I'm doing that smile like I'm going to fucking kill you. And so I'm looking around trying to get everybody set up. And lo and behold, the guy snaps the fucking picture. Before anybody's ready or smiling. And I look up and he's laughing. And then he looks down at that little shitball child of mine and winks at him. So somewhere in the annals of Walt Disney photo lore, there's a picture, I'm sure, of my family with me looking like a crazed banshee and my son with two middle fingers up and the guy laughing. And he took that picture because it was fun for the kid. Like for the longest time, I thought he took that to embarrass me. But no, he was there for the kid. This kid wants to make a joke in this picture. And I'm going to make this happen because Disney magic. Yeah. So when the staff goes to clock in. They take their time card, they clock in, and they touch your picture of the crazy I'm on the, moms I'm that on the Christmas there. reel. I'm on <laughs> the Christmas reel along with like, to I'm, sure they, I'm sure they have like kids dangling from roller coasters with broken arms. I'm sure they have some. We're one of those families. I guarantee it. And I never saw the picture, but it was, it was this moment, right? It was like, I guess I imagine how little girls must feel when they go to that everyday Main Street parade where the princess comes by and gives you a high five or a candy cane or who knows. And they just go, wow. Yeah. For mine, it was double, double fingers up in the middle of the sneaky picture. Yeah. a boy. Shit. And he winked at him. Yep. I mean, it is the happiest and, he, and just place for the sake earth. of just for the sake of Disney, I'll say. And then they got us all assembled and took and waited as long as we needed and took a couple of nice pictures. So I mean, it wasn't like the whole thing where I'm I need this bracket bracket. Like I don't, I'm not that person anyway. You but know, still. I know adults who still Disney. I know adults who know. registered for their weddings and they wanted oh, the Mickey Mouse, the Mickey I Mouse with some toaster. Like this. And I think, but you're really you're like an you're like a senior VP. Why do you have like Cartoon cells framed and hanging in your home. That's like a million dollar home. What are you doing? What are you we're doing? Ha- and I only know this because we're there having cocktails with a client. Like what has what happened? Doing? What are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if it's your job, I do know someone whose job it is to plan Disney vacations for other families. They'll have a okay. conversation with you, find out what you like, and they will they will set you up at your room. The person who gives you your full itinerary for the week. Great. They're paying you. I'm fine with it. You can't be that age and still still get excited about going to the grotto to see Ariel. And like, it's so ghetto. Like, it's so, if you're not a child, it's ridiculous that you have these feelings. Here's the thing I don't understand as an adult. Once you have reached the ability, financial, you know, professional level of life, whatever, wise once you've reached the ability to scratch that itch why is it not scratched like how many visits is it going to take for you to get your princess fantasy solved like if this is something from childhood or if it's I mean are you home watching Little Mermaid on Saturday night like that's the part it's like when does it not get satiated you've been to the bibbity bobbity boutique you've already been princessified which by the way 
what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't know. I you don't know what, dear listener, if you have these feelings, we don't get it. Could you please write in and let us know your obsession with Disney? You're a grown up. You have a chance to go anywhere on vacation. I, what? You're go- you're going where? Mm-mm. And my kids did, sort of had to be convinced to go. They weren't, they were like, really? Why? There's not, where? There's I love not, them. There's not Marvel there? What? I don't get it. And then they got there and they soaked in it for a while and it was like, yes, I'm glad to have done this. I get it. I think this is great. And I don't live here. Can we go? Like it was, it was the perfect Can we get beginning. ice cream yeah. and pizza, please? It was like- beginning, middle, end, and don't need to do it again. Thank you, ma'am. So, but they would, they definitely are more about Marvel characters and, you know, monsters and all that kind of stuff. This As is well, they not, should be. They're not princess people. Not yet, anyway. Or yeah. mice and duck and... There's and... still time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the lengths will go through and prices will pay to create memories that really, if you... The live pictures we have now on our phones, if you could press the pictures we took on that cruise ship, you would see... I said, fucking sit down, you <laughs> asshole. Like, you would see... Thank God we didn't have those live photos back then because, whoa. Well, I'm still doing it. it. I just told you that we had spring break and it was troubled. We, for a hot second, had plans to go somewhere and then realized very quickly, mm, there's, you know, people in our friend circle are dropping like flies with COVID. Wow. Teens and adults alike. And it was like, okay, we're not going anywhere. So we 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 were disabused of the idea that we could all go you know, even in our protected bubble, stay in a beach house for X number of, no, we're just, it's too soon. We can't. So there was this temporary, we're going to go on a beach. Nope. So spring break did really suck even without the homework. You set up and then disappointed again. Yeah. Well, this last spring break got canceled because of COVID when it, so it's, this is two in a row and it's not like we have land of the great spring breaks, but it, it's a long time to go with nowhere for anybody. Really, really long when the kids are, they're needing it. This is this when you're an adult, all of the adult years blend together in a different way than when your childhood years do. So it's particularly tough. So um, you just try to invent new ways around it. And we did. So we we've been doing that for this whole time in quarantine. And, and without very much um, advance notice or really any idea if it would be a good idea or a big deal or not, the little one trying to come up with something to do. Okay, so on one of these streaming services, the new Godzilla is opening on spring break, right? So I'm like, Godzilla, I don't fucking have. Okay, great. Can Kong. We, you want to watch Kong. it? You want to watch the Godzilla movie? And I, my head's going, no. And I say, sure. Let's do let's do family movie night. We'll watch it. Great. Well, when does it when does it premiere? Wednesday. Okay, well, let's do a premiere night. And it's it's Godzilla. So can we have, let's do ramen. Okay, great. I'll make the ramen. So I'm making this whole big thing. And then little by little, it dribbles out that it premieres on Wednesday at midnight. I'm already, I'm already in. This is Tuesday. I bought the fucking ramen ingredients. Okay. Okay. Um, what the fuck do we get spring break? Yes. Let's have a movie premiere at midnight. We're doing it. We'll have late night ramen. We'll do the whole thing. Now it's getting fun. Okay, cool. What else are we going to do? Let's do a live stream with our friends since we can't be. Okay, great. So now we got computers set up. So everybody's ready to go. So we're all in it. We're doing it. We're eating the ramen. We're excited. It's getting a little tired. Cleaning up the ramen, making the popcorn. I bought movie snacks. It's going to be great. Sit down. Get the blanket. Even though it's too hot for a blanket, turn the thing on. Get the surround sound. Turn the dim lights on. It's 12.05. Where's the fuck? movie did you fuck up the streaming service do we not have it what why is it not read the instructions no daddy has every streaming service cut to 18 minutes later and we're arguing where's the movie oh it premieres at midnight pacific time son of a bitch and so we what do are you do here now? in the non-godzilla time zone i powered through i i got a seventh grader i looked at him and i said we're doing it you were staying up anyway. We're staying up. Go do some jumping jacks. So we put on the other Godzilla movie that I hadn't seen and watched it. And then we're going to do a back-to-back Godzilla feature, right? A Godzilla feature. And then all the fuckers fell asleep during the first, during the first Godzilla. So now I'm awake at 3.15 and it's like the whatever the fuck is happening, right? With the new one coming out. And here I am. And I have the choice of do I watch it myself to prove a fucking point? I'm just going to have to watch it again with them because they're going to want to watch it. Do I wake them up where they're just dropped all over the house like there was some kind of cyanide pill dropped on everybody? <laughs> they're just laying in all the surfaces, right? 
I said, fuck it. Go to bed. Husband, long, long ago went to bed. He could give a, and he's got to physically go to the office in the morning, right? Now, I didn't even mention, fast forward to, there is an 820 orthodontist appointment to have, to have braces adjusted. So I, sorry, three o'clock in the morning. And you're, and you're eating popcorn and you're eating all the things that you shouldn't be eating before. And not (laughs) sleeping, right? Because I was like, because my, when we realized it was not going to air, I said, you're just going to stay awake. We're just going to. We're just going to stay awake all the way through. You can sleep after your appointment. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's go. Nope. Everybody's asleep. So then I go into my bed and who is sprawled out? Canine. All over my bits and parts. Immovable. I got the sheets. I'm trying to parachute him style, trying to hump him off, off like trying to flip him off the sheet. He's just going. <laughs> nothing. 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 <sighs> How'd you get him out of bed? I didn't. I climbed into the middle of the sweaty bed and slept in between a hot, drooling dog and a snoring husband. It's very unsatisfying. And the next day, I still had to go to that orthodontist appointment and make it happen with people who were cranky and tired. And I had to watch the movie, which I'm here to say was actually quite a delightful movie. Was it really? I'm on Team Kong. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, I ha- I walked out of King the first King Kong because when they redid it because I used to watch them as a kid and I know what happens. So is there I, a is there a King Kong with Jack Black or a different King Kong? A different King Kong. The different the one with Jack Black you're not supposed to watch and Adrian Brody. The other one since then there's like a string of of King Kong, Godzilla, Godzilla King Kong, Mothra. Sla- I grew up on that blah. stuff. Right. So these it. newer ones for what they are. They're spectacular. For regular movies, you could pass. But for what they are, watch it and you will be happy. All right, watch Gorilla V. Kong. You know, watch you could it. have, if you didn't have three disgusting children, you could have crawled into any one of their beds. Well, the one is away at college. We cleaned that room after he left and then we closed the door. So it's, I mean, it's like that a would have been the place sealed. to go. I yeah, love that it's hermetically sealed. We've got a guest bedroom too. I don't sleep by myself. Really? Why would I? No. Why would I do that? I don't no. have any problem sleeping by myself. No, no, no. That's, that's crazy to me. I'm an Italian. I've always got somebody's foot stuck on my cheek while I'm trying to get over. And what's that? Oh, it's a dog. Oh, there's another person. There's just we we're like a big mound, you know, all piled on top limbs, faces. We call hair. that kittens in a litter. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Or puppies in a litter. You have a question for me here on the board. It says, "Do you read anymore?" Do you? So I saw this on our board and I thought, really funny. I realized how dumb I was getting. So I started reading again because (laughs) I wasn't stupid when I was reading and words Ah. came to me better. So, and I don't feel like listening to books, Audible, is the same as actually reading. I don't feel like it's the same. I can devour a book pretty easily while making hala or something, doing something around the house. But I cannot, you have to sit and to read is, is a different set of brain cells that you're using. And I, I've restarted. Well, I don't, I have to challenge, no, no, no. I have to challenge that just, I don't even like saying the word, that's an ableist point of view, but it is. So here's what I want to, because I, I agree with you, but only in this very specific point. So I just want to make it. Make it. If you were seated reading a book doing nothing else but reading a book, not listening to music, not watching a TV show, yeah. not driving a car. You were just listening. You were just reading the book, right? That is identical to sitting, doing nothing else but listening to the book. Instead of having the words go into your brain through your eyes, they go into your brain through your ears via someone else's voice. That is the identical process. What okay. differs, what differs is an audiobook allows you to fold laundry and drive the car and wash the dog and ride on your bike. And all of those things you really kind of couldn't do in the same way Correct. with a book. And so that's when it starts to diverge and it's a very different thing. Agree. For me, it's different because I have, my difference is active and passive. If I'm actively reading a book, I'm reading the book. I'm doing the action. But if I'm sitting and listening, I'll go right to fucking sleep because my brain can go somewhere else. My brain cannot go somewhere else if I am reading the book. And if I can't, if it does, I go back and read that chapter again or that paragraph. Have you ever had the case where you find yourself in the middle of a paragraph or the middle of a page and you can't say what happened in the previous paragraph or pages? Amy, I've looked at my watch to see the time 
and <laughs> not seeing what time it was. <laughs> there is something definitely missing in my brain. Yeah, of course. And I'll go back and read the last three sentences, but I'm not falling asleep <laughs> at the sound of my it, own voice in my head. Auditory processing is different for everybody. Some people have that same experience when they try to read a book and they can't not have that experience. Everything they read is like that or they have other issues. Yeah. So to be able to just listen to it is is this is the inverse of what you're saying. Can't sit and read it doesn't work, but sit and listen to it? Yeah, all fucking day long. So however it gets into your head, I I completely am okay with in that regard. I mean, we're raising a whole generation of of I'm watching TV while on my phone. Like they are wild, poorly multitasking human beings. So I think the art of sitting and reading a book is not really an well, art at all. Well, that was the all, point but- that I put this on the board, actually. Do you read anymore? But really, I don't read. And I'm trying to read more because I'm actively trying to stimulate my writing practice. And it's that's a an entirely other sad, not comedy podcast. So reading assists you when you're writing sometimes reading can make it harder to write sometimes but you know whichever reading has become very difficult for me to sit and to have the dedicated focus to read something that is not consciously a soap serialized kind of page turner thrill books are written these days to keep you turning pages and even without your um, participation, right? The book is doing all of the work. Literature, good books are written where they're challenging you the whole time. They're to engaging in you. It, you're invested in, in it. You're thinking about things that aren't on the page. You're asking questions. You're looking for, you know, you're just, it's a different sort of a thing. So to have, but even to read a long form article, I skip ahead. I find myself, even, I just can't seem to do it. And it comes from not actually doing the reading. So trying to develop this practice of just reading anything, even things that are just the page turner stuff, just to sit there and fucking read it, to get back into the habit of for 15 minutes, my eyes are going to be on a physical printed page, right? That doesn't involve a scroll bar or click this flashing button or closed captions on the TV or any of this other stuff. And that's, it's hard to do. I mean, I'm trying to, to get I'm trying to. to write something. I'm trying to write something that other people will consume in a form, in a format that I don't do. I don't read books the way that I used to read. You know, I would read a book every two days. Like a, there was a lot of reading going on. And now it's, I couldn't tell you the last actual book that I read in all of quarantine from beginning to middle. I could tell you a lot that I started and abandoned or went back to reread and read excerpts from not meaning to read excerpts, just get three quarters of the way through. But I could tell you how many times I've seen Pride and Prejudice from my DVR. Well, I go back to try to read it. Have you ever actually read it? Yeah, I have it, read it. And it's, it's clunky. Tough. It's yeah. tough. It's clunky. <laughs> it's and I'm, I'm in the throes of, actually, I'm spending a lot of time trying to decode and read Emma. And it's not nearly as entertaining. It's kind of amazing to me that people have made it so accessible to us using film I part of this too is little women like all these I'll put these things on just in the background on the tv and the conversations that we have about what's that story about with my husband it makes me so sad I'm like you should know and didn't you read it but all of them all the movies these kids love and watch are Jane Austen novels like from exactly redone I'm like you like Clueless did you like Clueless do you like Gwyneth Paltrow do you like no I know you do (laughs) you just gotta get that in always yeah yeah hate hate you Gwen okay yep um which came first the Hummer or the Hummer but that's really a question is it that easy to answer yeah what do you mean? Yeah. The blowjob came first. So when the car, the Hummer, came out, did you immediately think like it was the same to you as if it had been called the blowjob? No, because I know it came from a Humvee. I know it came from a military use and it didn't have that that meaning at all. It's a, I don't want to say coincidence, but it's a, it's serendipitous. I don't know what word I'm I, looking I for, saw, but if I read there, more. Well, now there is an electric Hummer. Mm. <laughs> so, so there is a hybrid automobile, automobile, and it is an electric Hummer. And they did a massive 
broadcast campaign where they want to tell you it's still beefy, it's still all the things that it needs to be, and it's dark and veiny. I Is don't it dark mean and veiny. To, come on, it's a car. <laughs> and so when they were doing it and talking about it and all the power and strength, and, blah, and I was like, Hummer doesn't Hummer mean boner? Has this car been called the boner this whole time? And a I've Hummer's missed a blow it. Job. A Hummer's a boner. No, I'm getting a Hummer. Blow that's job. A bo- that's a boner. No. That's a boner. No, a chubby and we, 27 you, you million other. You have to stop. You have to stop because this is a show about me not knowing that the car Hummer was basically called the the boner car. And I learned it like yesterday on my own because it came to me and I thought, oh my God, I can't believe that this whole time it's been driving around and people have going <laughs> like the car was like the BJ 69 model. Like, I mean, how have people, no- so people have been looking at the Hummer and thinking this whole time it's a boner. And now you're telling me a Hummer, a Hummer is not a boner. It's not a boner. It's a blowjob. What? I, I don't know how to be clearer. A Hummer, <laughs> the word Hummer is Why are you, let's start slang with, no, for. No, let's start with doubt the source. How can you be the authority on this? How could I not? I, it's not. A Hummer is a is a, is a, a hard-on. It's like a boner. It is It's not. an erect penis. With a person's mouth going up and down and up and down and around Then why do people say, it? I'm getting a Hummer? And they do like the hand jerk gesture. There's no face involved. There's no other person. You do not get a Hummer by yourself unless you're in prison and can bend that way. Um just kidding. If you had a rib removed, I'm just, it's, you need another person for Hummer. Stop it. Stop it. Or a toy with a suction feature. I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not that, aware. You, you can't be right. This can't be right. I can't I, have been wrong about the car and the <laughs> sucking. This is too many things. Amy. I mean, I, I'm not the world's most sexually wrong. Oh my God. <laughs> wrong. No, come on. Let's now we have to go back to steak and Hummer day. It's instead of segment. steak and blowjob day. Yeah, that's what a Hummer is. No, no, I'm making that up. Hummer is just a boner. I can't keep saying it and you not believe it. I feel I, like we're going to keep doing this for 20 minutes and I, you're still going to look at me with these hands and the I air. think you're going to need to Google it because. No, I can't Google while we talk. It's just disrespectful. I'm just trying to tell you. Listen, 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 l- listen, listen. It means boner. No, okay? it does not. It does not. All right, we'll have to settle this with you being wrong off air. It means boner. Oh, my God. Dear listener. It means boner. It's super boner. It's boner. All right. And I like saying that word I've just found out. Boner. I like to say boner. Who says that? Unless you're from the 80s. And driving a Hummer, which means boner. It's a boner. What if we find out? And then you're like, yeah, I'm so excited because I'm so strong. I have a boner. That's why they call it a Hummer. No. You just, you're wrong. You're just. I don't have a problem being wrong when I'm wrong. I have a slang, problem being wrong Hummer. when I'm right. Hummer slang fellatio in which a person performing the act vibrates what? their mouth by humming slang. A very energetic, lively person. You're supposed to hum when you give them a blow. <laughs> That's <laughs> there's the too word. many truth bombs in this show. I can't keep going. I, I, you're supposed to hum. Like what do you hum? Do they have different songs? Hummer. Is there like a playlist? Fellatio, not chubby, chubber, boner, nothing I, of the sort. Now I've moved on. Are you Why humming? at the end of every podcast we have does it just get good? You should. I'm telling you, you should always edit it where the end is the beginning. We get a lot more listeners. I'm here to tell you, you're wrong and Wicked Dick is wrong. And I'm going to look at all these things and I'm going to go correct it right now. I cannot wait to see your search history. Uh I'm not on Wikipedia that you can change. I'm telling you, it is common knowledge, no, which makes no, you uncommon. No, no, no. Fagazi, I am telling you, Hummer Super means blowjob. And I can, if you'd like me to, I'll come up with all of the slang words for a boner, which I you seem to enjoy. I'm, listen now. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Stop it. Listen. Stop. Stop it. Listen. You're wrong. Stop it. Stop. Stop. You stop listen 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 mistaken listen 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 it means boner who taught you this you're so naive who taught you this it's not naivete it's just so naive no you have four men who live in your house okay four men live in your house i don't discuss these words maybe you should 
Maybe you'd be more edumacated if you all knew. Right, all right, all right, all right, all right. We're going to have to. Well, well, uh, uh, Amy, don't be stupid. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. Stop. Stop it. I don't. <laughs> there are lots of things that I don't know about. And this is not that. This I is that. I know about this. I know about this. I'm going to text your husband right now. Oh, my God. Uh-uh. I, I would tell you I would text mine, but but currently my husband is getting a therapeutical massage. Oh, a therapeutical. <laughs> cuticle, as in cuticle. Uh, he's getting, seriously, he's getting a therapeutic massage right now. I, I call it therapeutical. Uh, but he has an they assistant hum. who, he, he has an assistant who's in our calendar sometimes just to see if he can do meetings at other times without having to constantly call him. Right. And... He puts in massage and I put in rub and tug where he's where he puts massage. Well, he puts therapy right. and, I, and he's like, you have to stop doing that because people see it. I'm like, no. Well, now everybody I do does it, doctor. Well, here's the other thing. I, now I know we have to stop. But guess what? You need it's to do even, research. No, it's even worse what? because now people are driving around in the blowjob car. Yes, Correct. That's even worse. Correct. Just, at least just, I'm so powerful. Look at my heart. Beaters. No, now they're talking about. Uh, right. What? That's what you should be offended by. Not because Who? it's a that's chubby. Not that I'm offended. I, I'm like, that's so fucking sad. It's like we, if a woman designed a car and it was super powerful and sexy and awesome. And she called I don't it know, glitterous. Like, no, it would be like, you know, erect nipple. Like what the, it's not even, but this doesn't even count. We'd have to, we'd, it'd be the, it'd be the cuddlingo. It would have to be the car, right? <laughs> Car-, that Car-, lingo. Sex act. Car lingo. Well, actually, now that you say it out loud, I feel like I would want to drive that car. <laughs> I think I would, too. <laughs> okay. I'm All ready. aboard. <laughs> I own the electric hummers for everybody. Dear I'm listener, in. thank you so much for listening. If you would like to shame Amy in any on any of our right. platforms. Join me in my rightness. Come on over. She is wildly mistaken. It is ridiculous. You don't, ridiculous. You don't uh, Go away, stupid. Please, you don't please, <laughs> please feel free. Lights out, meatball. Please feel free to jump in and tell her how wrong she is. I'm really, I'm, you could tell them how red my face is this whole I time. do love because- that you loved yelling boner as often as you did to only <laughs> find out that you were mistaken. That is, Hummer is a blowjob. I think my, my teenage children know that. and I You're think gross, so- and that's gross. I think Stop your it. teenage children know that as well. No. It's just you. Okay, why don't you go to Disney and take your naivete with you and have a great time. I will get you a toaster oven. Two middle fingers up during the photo. I've had enough of every one of you people. I'm going to get you a toaster oven that makes Mickey toast. Um, Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. Please feel free to shame shame me. That's what we're going to call you, shame me. Shame me, Amy. It fits. It fits. It fits. That's it. I'm saying goodbye. Goodbye.